0: This episode is about developing your inner sense of trust. The Embody podcast accompanies you on your journey of remembering and embodying your true nature, integration and alignment with your vibrational clarity, self-love, and living a life of beauty and wholeness. It's a menu of transformative healing tools, experientials, meditations and practices from a blend of family constellations, somatic therapies and holistic and spiritual practices sprinkled with vulnerable conversations with people who have the courage to be themselves, alive now episodes with updates on my personal process and reverie episodes that are spiritual succulents that honor, reveal, hug shake or stir you into love. I'm your host, Candace Wu, integrative and intuitive healing facilitator and artist. In the book, The Celestine Prophecy by James Redfield, there's this part, maybe one of the insights about looking at all the ways in which things happen for you when they're The right things, the aligned things, the beautiful things in your life. How did it happen? What was the feel around it? Do things happen with your effort? Do they happen easily? Is there a certain thing that just seems to be part of the process of these things landing in your space? Look across points in your life and just connect the dots. And that was the first time I felt a sense of trust in myself because I looked across these things that I perceived as good in my life, the things that um, I really wanted in my life and happened, those were the things that came with great ease. And your life may be different, but for me, it was that these things came with great ease and they just landed in my lap i hardly had to put effort into it of course i took the steps that got me there all before it you know whether it was a job or a relationship that just felt really right for the time getting into grad school landing a certain job uh in another state in Ch- in chicago when i had been living in michigan trips that lined themselves up for me, those things just came so easily. So I got it in my mind that the best things come with ease for me. And I actually think that that's a great mantra for me because it reminds me when I'm really efforting, when I'm pushing or struggling or forcing, it's probably likely that those are the things that aren't really aligned for me And there's something greater in me or around me showing me that there's a more easeful path. There are things that are just right for you and ready for you if you just look and accept and be with what's here. Recently, I got a request from a person that I connect with on Instagram. So, a shout out to you, Kat, uh, who has requested some podcast on the topic of self-trust and this one's for you and all of the other people out there and for me because it was interesting to clarify my own process and tools around self and inner trust. So here they are. So here today I have seven tips on how to develop self or inner trust. The first two feel like biggies to me, and those are, number one, what is trust to you? And expanding your ideas to allow a greater sense of trust to reside in you mentally. And the second one being, what is trust to you viscerally? How do you embody trust, inner trust, self-trust? What does it feel like when you trust yourself or trust your body or trust the process? So let's go back to number one, which is what is trust? To me, trust is having faith that I can handle what comes my way, that I can take life as it is, that I can lean on myself or others or that I will find a way through whatever life hands me. But it also is that that feeling of everything is going to be okay and everything's happening for me, not to me. And even if I feel like things are happening to me, that I'll move through it. When I feel in my self-trust, I actually feel very playful and curious, full of possibility and light, even if challenging things are going on. It's this sense that all is okay, I, I am exactly where I need to be, or if I don't feel that way, I will be just fine, and something will reveal itself later as to what this was all for. Or I'll just move on and it's okay. It's also this sense that everything that's happening might be my choosing at a deeper level. So for me, inner trust is trusting that I've chosen a path of learning, of loving, or whatever it is that I've chosen and that I can live up to my own choices. And I mean that at a really deep level, not just like day-to-day I what I I'm, what, I'm, what I am choosing, but the deeper soul lessons that I came for, the things I came to really munch on in this life and tussle with and experience. So what is trust to you? What is having faith or trust in yourself? And what is trusting your body, what is trusting your heart, what is trusting your mind, your soul, your spirit? Which leads me to the second one, which is, what does trust feel like viscerally? If you sense into the state of being the energy of trust, to me it's an energy state, not just an action Or maybe it is only an energy state. When you're in the state of trusting, what does it feel like in your body? What does it feel like emotionally and in your sensations? And you can touch upon these by tuning into when were times you could trust yourself? Or are there times where you didn't really trust yourself, but things ended up okay? or it was a blessing in disguise, or something ended up being a powerful, meaningful, or fulfilling, or rich experience, whether you label it good or bad. What were those moments like? And when you feel into those moments, what does it feel like in your body now? Is there an expansion happening anywhere? Are there other feelings that move through? And you find a space of grounded well-being or presence. These are also ways you can cultivate the sense of embodied trust, that state of being, of being in trust. And perhaps it's the same state of being as flow. It's being in alignment. When you're in the state of trust, inner trust, you're not quite thinking about trusting. You're just doing it. So touch into the body and see if you can just be in it and feel into it. And maybe at first it's a bit of an effort, but eventually maybe there are moments you realize, oh, I was feeling in that state of being, as you notice in the aftermath. One of the big ways that I developed trust is to look at all the ways that my body and my heart or my coping mechanisms, all of those protective ways were trying to support, were me trying to support myself, were me trying to adapt and do something to help myself. It's the difference between labeling certain things as self sabotage or self-harm and instead seeing it compassionately through a, a lens a trauma sensitive lens where in our physical being in our experience as humans we have certain ways that we want to protect ourselves and to notice things as protective and have some compassion for that And then also to trust these innate ways that my body wants to move. Somatic experiencing helped a ton with that because it is all about that. Seeing the natural movement that wants to occur or show up, whether that's a fight experience like anger, punching a moving through of what wants to be expressed that didn't, or a comforting experience. And there's just this moment of putting your hand on your, on your chest or rocking or a need for containment that shows up somewhere. And if we're not looking, we might miss it or we might just dismiss it as some tension in our body that we want to get rid of. But those are those precious gems that show us, no, our body is actually so coherent in those responses because it's trying to help us it's trying to protect and love and support us and if we let that process move through if you move through that process then where do you land what does that give you so seeing how my body is already doing what it needs sometimes or that it Knows what I need sometimes is uh, a way that I've developed a big sense of trust in my body. And our body is just this brilliant, intelligent organism that is already doing so much without us trying to control everything. To notice that. So the third tip is to clear up areas in your life where you decided that you couldn't trust yourself, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for things you deemed as a mistake or times where you said, see, I couldn't trust myself. Look what happened. Times that you are essentially punishing yourself because of another reaction you have to what was going on. And maybe it was a mix-up. Because if you look closer, or if you look deeper into a, a larger picture of what our life experience is here for, what could be undesirable or seem bad or unpleasant might be just the thing you needed to expand into a greater sense of loving for yourself. It might be just the lesson you needed or the the learning that you wanted just the thing that happened to propel or compel you into some fuller or more whole sense of loving so be careful like notice your beliefs about what's a mistake or what were times where you actually couldn't trust yourself and why you say that or think that and dissect it a little bit or notice how it feels to feel that criticism towards yourself and when you feel into forgiveness forgive yourself for feeling that it was a mistake or forgive yourself for the mistake however it is that you see it, whatever level you're seeing it at. Allow that loving to come in and heal up that self-punishment or that wound. Things evolve every second. So the moment you know something, you feel you're knowing, you trust it, or you follow that knowing, that intuition, or that hit of information, sometimes everything evolves already from there. And that moment's already changed just from your acknowledgement and following through with it. So it's my sense that intuition or trusting your intuition or trusting and knowing you have trusting yourself with a choice that these things that these things evolve so you might feel in a moment yes this is the right move or this is the thing to do or i feel clear about this and the next moment it perhaps has changed the energies around you have changed. What's in you has changed. And if we don't, we don't keep up with it and keep checking in sometimes, stay in the flow of what's changing and moving in the alignment of ourselves, then something could have changed and we could have missed it. So sometimes people interpret that as, see, I can't trust myself. When it's not that, it's just that you needed to update that. There was a memo and you might not have gotten it it's true that we might not be listening a lot of the times and there's so much in us to listen to often. The more and more I talk about trust and what you feel is a mistake or what you feel is a good experience or a bad one, you know, the reasons you think you should not be able to trust yourself or maybe that it's just not even a concept, the idea of trusting yourself. We are the locus of creation or control or empowerment come from is it from within or outside maybe it's just not something you've thought about the more i talk about this the more it goes back to the larger picture of why we're here on earth what you're here to experience and what parts of you don't want to experience because it could be painful or uncomfortable but perhaps what the deeper you needs and wants to happen so that you transform in certain ways that you grow in certain ways and that you come to a, a more solidified alignment of who you truly are the divine being you truly are the fullness of your capacity to co-create with the universe with the world around you and that we are essentially the creators of our experience so what we see outside of us is happening in us on some level or is something we need to see that relates to what's going on in us so that was a bit of a tangent but Maybe that goes back to number one, like what are your ideas of trust? What does it mean to be in this world and to be in the flow of what's here? So number four, the fourth tip to developing a sense of trust is looking at what helps you develop trust. For me, it was feeling into what my body was doing and noticing that it was doing things without me even thinking that were supporting me, that I could begin to trust my body, that I could look at my knowing, my intuition of something and write it down, and then later look back and see that that thing had happened or that intuition, that sense of things was right. And other times it's been very confirming for me when I have some message or something that runs through me, and I sense that a certain person in my life, this message is for that person, and I've sent that message along, it's been incredibly powerful to hear that they just burst into tears and they knew that message was for them, or that they started coughing. And um, like dry heaving and gagging and cried a bit after hearing that message. And it seemed like things were falling into place inside of them emotionally after hearing the message. Things like that have been extremely validating for me. So what helps you see the evidence that you can in fact begin to trust, if not trust? yourself are there decisions you've made you know on a more topical level that just fit and you were happy you made them are there thoughts that you have or beliefs ways that you think that lend itself to feeling and to trust versus ones that don't ideas that kind of Degrade your sense of trust or don't help you there? Are there people that support this in your life? Connections you have, animals? When you meditate, does that support you? What activities? So maybe exploring that and bringing those into your life even more. And I do think that meditation helps a lot because it helps us clear up things that kind of cloud and clutter and bring static or or keep the static in uh, in us but also we have to have a way to digest those emotions or energies um, if that's not readily available like accessible for you or easy for you then maybe working on navigating your emotions your body sensations The fifth suggestion on developing and cultivating inner trust is to notice things that are already going your way. Tune into the things that are beautiful or that you feel are good or pleasant, working out for you. What does it feel like in your being, in your body? When you get in touch with the things that are already going well. And if that's hard for you to find, if you're listening to this, perhaps you can tune into the fact that you are breathing, or that you are here in a body, or is there any evidence that you are safe right now? And you can let that stretch into other things that are going well for you, like your health, or if that's the case, or that you have a bed to sleep in, or that you like a project that you're working on, that you get to feel silence and be in silence, that you um, get to enjoy certain things. In a sense, it's a gratitude practice, right? Noticing the things that you're grateful for, and bringing your focus to those things to enhance your ability to be in those things, take in those things and digest them, be in the state of being that comes with that sense of all of those things. Number six is work through your fears. Be with your fears. Honor them. Understand them or just feel through them in your body. Move through the beliefs that you have that seem to crumble your trust for yourself. Really witness those things, the things you tell yourself, the things you think and believe and feel. Whatever feeling is there, you can follow that feeling And let it tell you more. You can do inner parts work or voice dialogue or internal family systems work to talk to the parts of you that hold those fears, the parts of you that are scared, the parts of you that have experienced trauma. And those parts feeling like there is no way you can trust when X, Y, and Z happened. That is a biggie too. So this whole podcast is practically about healing those pieces of trauma and moving through emotions, the nervous system, and how that impacts everything or how experiences impact the nervous system. So check out the podcast and just see if there are things that really um, strike you there. And what I'm going to do is, List some of those things in the show notes at slash um, inner trust, which is this podcast. And if you go into the show notes and the additional links, you'll see different podcasts that connect you to ways to heal your trauma, ways to forgive and release and integrate some beliefs that just aren't true. Ways to talk to your self and talk to different parts of you and heal different parts of you that seem to take the driver's seat and hijack your sense of inner trust and hijack your alignment. So that you can bring those parts into the fold of your whole self and the aware self in you, the one that's already connected with source, that is fully in the flow, that part of you can come forward. Which leads me to the last tip, number seven, which is knowing that you are already source energy and connecting with the energy that is of all beings. What is the part of you that feels like it is witnessing everything that is the same as every being here and is of the energy of life force. You are already this and that means there is some part of you that deeply already knows what's here for you or what you're doing or moment to moment what to do and when you don't know that it's okay, it's all part of your experience, there's a part of you that deeply knows already. And when you can connect in with that, maybe that's called your higher self, your divine wisdom, your inner wisdom, that part of you can give you all sorts of loving, support, guidance, clarity, ease, peace. So connecting with that inner self, that inner self that knows. You can do an exercise to call forth your inner wisdom and connect with them. And perhaps sometime I'll do that here on the podcast, although I won't do it today. But in a way, it's similar to connecting with a part of you. So um, the podcast on parts work might help with that. Candacewoo.com slash parts work. But if any part of you resonated with that statement, feel into that. Connect with that thread or that piece of you that already knows that there's a part of you that knows who you are, that knows the truth of who you are that understands and sees things from a far greater perspective of loving or neutrality, even creative essence. So that's all I have for you today. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'd love to hear your ideas and your process or tools on how to develop inner trust, self-trust. If you're listening on YouTube, feel free to leave a comment in the section below or wherever you're listening from. I welcome your comments, your suggestions, questions. And um, like uh, this listener, Cat. thank you so much for sending your suggestions. Feel free to do that if you also have other podcast suggestions or topics you want to hear about. I want to give a shout out to uh Anuj Agarwal, who created this blog post and included me on the top 100 self-love podcasts. You can find that blog post and all the other self-love podcasts at candicewu.com slash top 100. And as always, I really appreciate you listening. I appreciate all your shares, your likes, and also sharing with friends or family or people you find that might benefit from Touching into this podcast, or falling asleep to it, whatever uh, floats your boat. If you want to give back, you can send me a Venmo at Candice Wu W U two, and candace is with an I C A N D I C E. That's at and that's on Venmo, or I also use Revolut, and you can just put a little note in there that says something about the podcast. Or you can go straight to my website at slash support and you can make a one-time or recurring donation of support to the podcast. Thanks so much for being out there, sending my love to you all, and see you next time on the Embody Podcast.